Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith and I have just about recovered from Wednesday night, but it still feels good to say the following sentence. Yes, England are through to their first Euros final in history. Unbelievable. What a game that semi-final was. Denmark putting up a big challenge for us, but the three Lions persevered and will now face Italy on Sunday night at Wembley Stadium to decide who lifts that coveted trophy. I, for one, cannot wait. We are in the home stretch on the podcast and I'll be here with you every step of the way to guide you to the final. We've got a lot to get through today, so here's what's coming up. We'll bring you the latest from St George's Park as the three Lions begin training for the final. Kyle Walker, who put in a proper shift on Wednesday, how good was he, by the way, stepped into the Lions' den. I thought, if I can score this rebound <laughs> to get England into the final, no one could say anything to me again. So I was ready. <laughs> But then I froze. (laughs) Now, both of us have calmed down a bit, so me and Josh will be reliving that incredible semi-final win. Suddenly, it goes in and it was pandemonium, let me tell you. I think there there were six or seven people that I became best friends with, about four and five rows behind me. And I spoke exclusively to the Stockport Iniesta, Phil Foden. Just to score that goal, to get us in the final, you know, if I felt like I scored, you could see me emotion. It was just a special moment to share with the fans. Listening to the official England podcast. So England are through to their first final in a major tournament for 55 years. It never gets old saying that, does it? That is the longest gap, incidentally, between final appearances for any European nation in the history of the World Cup and Euros. They'll face Italy on Sunday at Wembley Stadium in what promises to be an incredible game, no matter what the outcome. Roberto Mancini's side have beaten the likes of Austria, Belgium and Spain in the knockout stages to get to the final, making it the fourth time they have made it this far. But they have only won it once, way back in 1968. Italy midfielder Marco Verratti has been speaking to the press ahead of the final, singling out Raheem Sterling as someone his team will have to be wary of, describing him as a fantastic player and went on to say that he thinks it will be an epic final and history-making Either way, Sunday can't come soon enough. Back to the three lines now, and after their semi-final win over Denmark, 13 players took part in yesterday afternoon's training session back at St George's Park, with Jack Grealish and Jordan Henderson joining Wednesday's starting eleven, working indoors. 
Now, joining me on the official England podcast now is a man who looks a lot more fresh-faced than when <laughs> I last saw him at Wembley Way last night. Josh Denzel, you seem to be enjoying yourself, as we all did, mate. I was, I was definitely enjoying it. It's not, it's not many times you see England win, you know, a semi-final at Wembley True. with that atmosphere. I thought, you know, I might as well. You, you know, hopefully, we'll get this chance again. But you never know. Like my, you know, my dad fought these things as well. So I'm, I'm going to yeah. embrace this opportunity right now and have a few beers. <laughs> Fair play to you, mate. Let's talk about it. We were both there. Yeah. A game, I mean, unbelievable result on it for England. That it's a historical night, mate. Oh, completely! It's it's incredible, like being there. And like, like I was saying to you a bit earlier, like it's we we we're so used to it, it, it not quite falling for yeah. us with England that when it does happen, you almost you almost start to go, hang on, what's this? This ain't in the script. Like, it's, what's this? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like just having that moment, with seeing seeing like Foden look just staring into the crowd and embracing mm. it, and it's like these guys are fans like us and it's yeah. like just to be shared that with the players and, and with 60,000 the noise was incredible it's just an unbelievable day got to talk about the atmosphere mate it was special wasn't it I'd, I've been to a few few games at Wembley mm. but I've never I've never experienced it like that no. never experienced it like that and in those moments where maybe like five minutes where the tempo wasn't quite as high it was the fans that really really yeah. really brought the players up and, and like that energy and you, you could feel it it was just reverberating around and singing Sweet Caroline you know what I mean it was, oh. it, it's just it's the <laughs> It's special. I'm, I'm lost for. I'm not, not. Not often. I'm lost for words, mate. I love the fact that you are. You are lost for words. Uh, what was your reaction then? Go on, because uh, I was sit, sat in a different part of the stadium, so I wasn't with you. Just talk me through how you reacted, Josh, when Kane's goal hit the back of the net. Oh, mate! Like when, when, when the pen, when the penalty when when Casper got to it, yeah. I was thinking, not again. We can't. We can't do this. And then within a split second, yeah. I see the net bulge. And it was on yeah. the other side to us, so it was it was down the, down the other end. So like for a while, I was, I was a bit I was a little bit confused for a second about why that you know when Kane takes a penalty, he takes a penalty. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. I was a bit confused at why the net hadn't hadn't rippled, yeah. and then suddenly it goes in. and It was pandemonium. Yeah. Let me tell you, I think there was there was six or seven people that I became best friends with about four and five rows behind me. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it was like being at a festival, wasn't it? Or a gig, I felt. Like, yeah. just with the tunes, pretty much everyone's singing and dancing. It was such a special atmosphere. Talk me through what's been going on today then. Uh, when did you get back, mate? Yeah, oh, yeah, probably best not to dwell on, uh, on when, when, I'm, okay. when, when I got back, Smithy. But, yeah, if we're talking about home or St. George's Park, it's a, it's a different question. But, yeah, no, we, I drove up from uh, from Wembley to St. George's Park today. Uh, got around 2 o'clock. I Carl Walker on the show. Excellent. He's really, really good. He, he, I guess, shouldn't be surprised. It was in, he was in a great mood, but he, he was in a show and he, he had, a, he had a lot of really, really interesting and, and quite, a, quite a good perspective on, on what's been going on in the camp and how the boys are feeling and, and how important, how important the fans are. Well, like the true pro that you are, Josh. It's great that you mentioned Carl Walker because we can have a listen to your chat with him in Lions Den now. Three days away from our first final in 55 years. How does the game yesterday match up in, in your, your long list of accolades and huge games that you played in? Obviously, as you just said, I've been very fortunate to play in a, you know, a lot of big games. But this is, you know, it's definitely on par. Definitely yeah. on par with every one of them. It's something special. When you put on an England shirt, I think definitely in the last four years, it means something now. Yeah. It means something we've created. History. I've heard a lot of people talking about England ain't won a knockout game, England ain't won a penalty shootout, England ain't got this, England ain't got that. And this group of lads with the manager and the coaching staff, we just keep knocking them down. And hopefully we've set the bar now for, 
you know, the future youngsters yeah. that are coming through that this is what our country wants and expects of us. They're the nights that make, you know, your career. They're the nights that people, you know, will remember you for. It's the first time I've probably heard the England fans shouting, you know, ole, ole, because yeah, we're keeping that. the ball. Yeah. But that's about games man game management. That's yeah. about us as stepping from boys to men and saying, you know what, we're two one up, they've got ten men. What are we going at them for? We don't scoring three one yeah. doesn't make us go through. Two one's fine. Now let's keep the ball and make sure we don't do anything stupid and you know, save your legs a little bit for the final. And I think that little steps like that, little factors like that that this team has learned over the the last four four years, we'll call it from the Euros, yeah. is you know, is big steps in the right direction. Well, as someone who's who's been to Wembley a few times, it did it felt different yesterday. Like the noise, the atmosphere, the but the confidence. Did you feel that as a player? I've been playing international football now. I think eleven years. I think that in Germany is the best I've witnessed yeah. in an England shirt at Wembley. It's one of them things that these emotions and these types of games they grab hold of you. And I can assure you that you have to give us one more. I'm yeah. wanting one more from you because that 12th man, it's vital. We have players on here who go, it's much more nerve-wracking when you're watching from, from the sideline. I mean, we, we saw Trips, he, he couldn't actually watch H's penalty. <laughs> but you was ready to follow up, you know what I mean? You, you was there. I'm never normally there. I'm normally yeah. on the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. Thinking well, if they ever yeah, flipping... Yeah kick it up the Sweep field up. and I've got to run and catch it. <laughs> and I, for some reason, I just felt I need to be there. I thought, if I can score this rebound, <laughs> Kyle Walker scores the rebound to get England into the final. No one could say anything to me again. <laughs> you couldn't say clear, anything mate. to me. Yeah, don't at me, don't do anything. Don't say anything about me. So I thought, I'm, I'm going to try and get myself there. But I think I'm getting in all these things. I'm thinking, I've got to get there as You're, quick as you possible. Was, you were stood there, you know, like... Yeah, I was Christie ready. I was ready. <laughs> but then I froze. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. I've like, he's ran and took it. But I'm too busy looking up to see where the ball's going. Yeah, yeah. All the, the Denmark <laughs> defenders are in front of me. So I'm glad he's got the rebound. No one would have no beat you to no, the end. I know, I know. man in the world. I know, but um, I've seen the headlines, but <laughs> it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> Mate, so much to take out from that, Josh, but I love the fact, the line that I loved was when he was talking about making their own history and sort of overcoming hurdles and setting the bar for the future. As fans, that's just great to hear that, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think that, you know, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of kids growing up watching England, you know, in the last five years, you know, they'll expect semi-finals. They'll expect, yeah, do you know what I mean? They'll expect yeah. finals. They'll expect silverware. You know, this yeah. hasn't always been the case. So, like, they've set the bar so, so high, but I think that with the talent that we've got coming through, it's just only going to get better and better. And like, he said something really, really interesting about, yeah, like it's kind of an evolution of that 2018 side. And it's, it, it does feel that way. You know, I feel like they've learned a lot from maybe some, some mistakes at that time or, or do a lot of stuff better than they already did well. So it's incredible. Yeah, I thought it was an amazing performance from Carl Walker. It's tough to pick certain individuals, but it just seems to get quicker every time I watch him. Um, tell us what's coming up next then on Lions Den because like us, no days off. But I'm sure you agree, mate, we're not complaining because it's just brilliant to still be 
in and amongst the England squad ahead of the final, mate. Every time I, know, I say that, I, I just get excited. I, I, I almost had a twinge of it, right, at 8am this morning when I woke up and I had a long drive to St. George's Park, but I quickly washed that off and I said, <laughs> no, no, we're here. And uh, yeah, for Lions Den, it's going to be an interesting one because we're going to actually head down to Wembley Way from now on. So we'll be doing all of our shows in Wembley Way. We'll be linking up uh, with the players via video link. It's going to be, we've got Mingzy, we've got Cody on the, on the video link. So it should be great fun. Like, it's just going to, it's just going to go up and up. Like the energy, the week before the final is going to be special great to hear Josh we'll have to catch up with you again before the final and uh, fingers crossed oh, mate England win one game oh, away one game. from lifting that trophy let's not get ahead of ourselves fingers crossed the boys can do it mate pleasure to speak to you as always pleasure Smithy a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Jim. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the official England podcast. I'm delighted to say joining me on the official England podcast now, I can see smiling just what last night meant to me is Phil Foden. Phil, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to say how are you, but I'm guessing you're pretty good after last night. Definitely, no. Obviously, best moment in my career so far to reach a final in our home stadium with the fans. Unbelievable feeling. Phil, the first time in the history of English football that England have got to the final of the Euros. I mean, it's, it's something special is going on with this group of players, isn't it? Yeah, it just shows how special the squad is, how much work we've put in. You know, it's been difficult without um, seeing the families as much as normal. Mm. And yeah, we were just so delighted to, to reach the final. And yeah, it's what we deserve. What was it like playing in that game? Because I, I was lucky enough to be at the game. And just as a fan, I, I was drained afterwards ju- just watching it because it was such an emotive game. So I just wondered from your perspective, sort of being involved in such a high adrenaline game like that, what, what that was like. Yeah, I can imagine for the fans, you know, being so <laughs> nervous. Yeah. When Harry's stepping up for the penalty. But, you know, it just shows the class of the players. We never looked nervous, c- controlled the game. And yeah, we, li- we lived up to it and was just all delighted to get the result in the end. And of course, Harry Kane's goal, there is an amazing uh, shots of you celebrating. And your face, I don't know if you've seen it back, but your face, yeah. it's just like, I don't think I've ever seen that emotion from from uh, players just celebrating a goal so much. I mean, talk me through what you were going through. You look like you're on cloud nine at that moment. Honestly, it's what you dream of, of a kid, you know, playing yeah 
playing for England and just to score that goal to get us in the final you know if I felt like I scored personally did you yeah uh, yeah Class. I was like you know you could see me emotion and yeah everyone was together and it was just a special moment to share with the fans I've got to ask you about the fans you mentioned them there you've played in some some huge games of course for club and country but it, the atmosphere was unreal I mean it was so good so good so good wasn't it as the, as the song goes Phil. it was unreal wasn't it yeah definitely <laughs> you know you could just feel all the fans behind us you know it just mo- motivates you more and you know gives that extra few percent that you might need on the night what was that moment like when you were stepping onto the pitch what was Gareth saying so I saw you had a few words with Gareth I just wondered sort of what he was saying and, and how you were feeling as you're stepping onto the pitch yeah you know I've played wide recently for England so he let me know that was coming on in midfield so it's a new role for me yeah it was just giving me information where to go and what to do and yeah I was just excited to get on and try and make things happen and at the end of the game you did look quite emotional you were chatting to Jack Grealish I just wonder what, what was being said was it just just trying to take it all in I suppose I just said to him oh man I can't believe that we've made it to the final really and yeah it was nice to share that moment with him such a special player and it just shows the, the t- togetherness the group has yeah do you know what mate every single player I've spoken to has mentioned how good the team spirit is it's so evident to see and it's so class to, to hear you say that as well um, what did you do afterwards uh, just talk me through the logistics and your movements after the game finished because it was a late one wasn't it yeah so we obviously had the music on in, in the change room had a little celebration and that but yeah we had to come back down to St George's Park on the on the bus so we didn't get back till early hours who was on the decks on the uh, on the bus? Was there a bit of music going on? I just wondered who was sort of in control of that. Yeah, so what it is, we have a few people playing a speaker at the front of the bus right. and there's one played at the back. Oh, is it? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I sit in the middle so I can hear a better ball. <laughs> so it's absolutely headache. So I just put I put my headset on and try, trying to watch something. It's not the greatest. Why do you have two speakers front and back there? What, what's the reason behind that? I think the people at the front are into different music than the people in the back. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Is, is Mings, Mingsy at the front? That's it. It's Mingsy, Connor and Hendo at the front. Yeah, right. And then you got like Raz, Sanch, their, their kind of music at the back. And yeah. then you get me stuck in the middle of it, one out of each year, which ain't great. But... Class, best of both. What, what is your sort of music? So if you were, if you were on the decks then, what would Phil Foden be playing on the way back to St. John's Spot? I'm, I'm into my old school stuff, R&B. Just not grew out of it. It's stuck with me forever. Nice bit of R&B. A, lot, a few of the lads have said that actually. They're into a bit of R&B. Yeah. It's good to uh, good to hear that. How, how do you get to sleep? I've always wondered this. Like with the adrenaline of such a big game, is it is it really tough to to try and actually get some rest after a massive game like that? I'm I'm um, a bad sleeper after games anyway. Oh, yeah. But especially when you made it to a final, it's even harder. But you know, once we got back back to St George's, we all tried to get the sleep that we need, and it was a later start today to help us get the right sleep. So yeah, it always yeah. helps. Got to ask you about Gareth Southgate uh, because the, the environment and, and, and the squad and the togetherness that, that he seems to have created just seems unbelievable. What would you like to say about how well the England manager has done in this tournament? You know, just enjoyed working with him every day. You know, even the ones who hasn't played um, are still happy and mm. still supporting the players that are playing. And that's the environment he creates. He's got everyone's back. And, and yeah, like I said, I'm just enjoying working working underneath him yeah class and of course here in all the coaching side there's a lot of entertainment on there to keep you busy I've asked this to all the players I just wonder what Phil Foden is doing in his downtime it's a long tournament isn't it so I just wonder what you're doing to keep yourself busy yeah watching a bit of Netflix um, we're yeah. lucky here we have a bit of basketball a bit of darts a bit of pool so yeah there's a few things to keep you busy through the day obviously I've been watching Love Island as well yeah, all the boys are into that, aren't they? Yeah, we all love watching it. Is that because Josh is in there? Is Josh getting you all into Love Island? Is that how it works? <laughs> nah, not at all. You know, we just love watching it together and, you know, having a bit of banter. 
And I've got to ask you about the basketball as well. We've seen a lot of the lads. What are you like? What are your basketball techers like? I've never played basketball before, so... Whatever? You've never played basketball new, before? Nah, nah, never, so... Wow! It's new to me. I've had a few shots on that. I'm not, I'm not that bad, but um, I'm more of a darts player, so I enjoy playing darts. I, I don't know why I find that really interesting, but you seem never thrown a basketball before England camp. Wow! Nah, never. Never played it. Wow, and how did you get on then when you, when you took to the court? It's not too bad, you know. Not too bad. Love it. Um, got a more serious note. Looking ahead, the next game, the final of the Euros, England against Italy at Wembley Stadium. Just talk to me about your emotions heading into this one. Like I said, you know, there's going to be so many emotions with the fans and that, but, you know, the players have just got to stay focused and just treat it like the first game of the tournament. Don't change nothing because we've been brilliant every game. Hopefully we can get, we can get over the line. Yeah, and what would it mean to you? What would it mean to Phil Foden to win the Euros with England? Because you've achieved so much. I've spoken to you so many times and you've achieved so much at such a young age, but what would it mean if you were to beat Italy and win the Euros? Definitely my proudest moment. Nothing beats, you know, winning for your national team. So yeah, it'd be my proudest moment. And will we see the squad with the full Phil Foden haircut if that does happen? I've told them, but you know, I'm kind of like not feeling that they're going to do it. So, oh, really? You know, obviously we've still got a tough final to win. Yeah, yeah if we win, I'd I like to think that they would stick with the word, but you know, we'll have to see. We will have to see. Phil, you're a top bloke. Great to catch up with you as always, mate. All the best on behalf of all the country uh, for the final, mate. Thank you. Nice chatting to you, mate. There's no extra time on this podcast today. Thank goodness for that. It means I'm off to watch the match highlights for a 112th time. But do come back tomorrow where we'll be looking ahead. And I can't not say this sentence without a huge smile on my face to England's first final in a major tournament since 1966. How good does that sound? Yes, England versus Italy, and we'll be bringing you everything you need to know in the build-up to that historic game. You won't want to miss it. So, you know the drill by now. Hit that subscribe button to get your daily exclusive interviews and news straight from the Three Lions camp. Until then, see you tomorrow. Stay safe and come on, England.